This is the Embodied Performance Podcast, episode 15. I'm Nick Markey of Beach Barbell, Physical Therapy and Performance and Strength Training in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, looks like Dorian has passed us, so, and we were luckily pretty much unscathed, so we're doing all right over here. Um, anticipate probably today's going to be a, a lazy day, just cleaning up and taking care of the few things we did to prepare for the potential uh, things that could have happened during the storm. Anyways, uh, today just have a brief little chat about um, topic of anxiety. Um, what I think of when I think of anxiety are a couple of things. You have one, perhaps a hyper focus on the current situation. So you, maybe your fight or flight is kind of kicked in and you're keeping your eyes on everything. So kind of bouncing around for potential things going on that would, uh, I would say link up to perhaps fear as well, you know, for potential dangers in your environment. So the anxiety would be your, your body's way of focusing on anything it can. Another anxiety Another way to think of anxiety could be um, trying to anticipate what could happen in the future. So being focused on, you know, potential outcomes. Um, there could be good in trying to anticipate potential outcomes. Certainly um, thinking of, you know, it could go this way, it could go that way. And then trying to prepare you know, as they say, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Uh, I don't personally see anything wrong with that. Um, where that could go off the rails would be where all your attention is, or most of it is paid towards, you know, potential outcomes and perhaps skewed towards all the negative potential outcomes. So for instance, um, you know, for this hurricane, you know, obviously there could be different outcomes. You know, if it's, uh, hits you straight on, that could be a lot worse, obviously, than what it did. Thankfully for us was stay offshore for the most part. So mostly we just got some rain intermittently and, um, some wind, but, uh, if all I focused on was, you know, all the negative that could have happened, perhaps I would not be performing uh, actions or behaviors that actually would help. You can kind of think of this sometimes almost like a paralysis by analysis where you, all you do is you think about what negative things could happen and then you don't end up uh, doing anything. Um, a lot of people struggle with this. There's medications, obviously, for different things. And you could think of probably a higher level anxiety would be towards maybe panic attacks. Um, and perhaps even to some degree coupled into something like PTSD as well. Uh, so it's the question becomes is, does anxiety help your performance. So if you're in a situation where uh, 
you have a few different options and certainly there's different outcomes that could happen, you know, all the way from, you know, worst case scenario kind of things all the way up to best case scenario kind of things. Um, does having anxiety in that situation help, uh, from an animal perspective, you know, if a zebra is being chased by a lion, you could say, you know, all its mind is focused on is getting away. You know, worst case scenario is it gets caught and eaten. Best case scenario is it, you know, is completely unscathed and makes its way and the lion eventually tires out and the zebra escapes and gets to go back to eating and drinking again. So for us humans, though, our lives are a bit more complicated now. So like we talked about in the fear podcast, our minds can link a lot of things that aren't perhaps that dangerous or really that bad and, and relatively, um, but our, our very, very powerful minds can make us go down um, deep, dark rabbit holes real fast. Uh, for instance, a few years back, I had a, a random hand pain that just came on one Friday. I went out with some friends, and then by that night, um, my hand was killing me. It was so bad that when my wife would nudge up against me while we were sitting and watching TV, I, I jumped. It hurt so bad. Um, and I had to sleep kind of cradling it in a fetal position, and my mind started going down a rabbit hole. And since I'm a medical professional, of course, I even added even more stuff into it. I thought, you know, this is potentially avascular necrosis of the scaphoid bone. Hold on a second. Okay, I'm back. Um, so basically, I had this severe hand pain, um, and my mind went down the rabbit hole of worst-case scenario that avascular necrosis of the scaphoid bone, which is basically where a bone loses blood supply and then dies. Most likely wasn't that. I mean, the chances of it even being anywhere near that is pretty, pretty slim. But of course, you know, worst case scenario would be that, right? Um, so I had to basically slap myself and say, hey, what can you do right now? So I did the same thing I would recommend to anybody that was coming in with that problem for a few days. I would say, hey, just keep it moving, you know, little by little, do what you can handle. So I did that. Still was pretty severe, mostly at night was the worst. Um, but after a few days back to normal, almost like nothing happened. Very strange thing. I have no idea what happened. Maybe some nerve got inflamed and, and really upset and sensitive. So I got to deal with that, but I saw basically firsthand where the anxiety can take you where you start anticipating, you know, these potential scenarios that, yeah, sure, they could happen. You know, the kind of thought is, you know, anything could happen, but what's the likelihood that it will? And then also, what are you best doing right now about it? You know, is, is your time best served by thinking about that scenario? Or can you do things at the moment where you're focused just, what can I do right now that could perhaps mitigate potential negative things or, you know, help you right now. And then over time in the long run. So it's hard to say whether anxiety really is helpful for us. Um, because even if you are in a life threatening scenario, 
if you have severe anxiety, you know, maybe since again, our brains are so powerful, maybe you're, you're going to be so focused on many, many different things as opposed to maybe the most important, um, things going on, you know, kind of more of a common collected type type thing. And that could very well just be a genetic thing. You know, it's hard to say whether, you know, you can train that or not. Um, but I think the best thing anyone can do in that situation when they are feeling the anxiety is really taking a look at, um, the actual situation they're dealing with and coming up with, you know, what can I do right now to better my situation? You know, what little things can I do right now? Um, and sometimes maybe taking your, uh, the situation that you think could potentially happen and just getting really absurd with it, taking it down the rabbit hole as far as you possibly can and go, come on, you know, is that really going to happen? Um, that, that strategy may work for someone that's, you know, dealing with minor anxiety, but do you have to be careful if you're dealing with, you know, major anxiety in that sense? Um, uh, we see it in physical therapy with, you know, people like talked about back pain a lot already. Um, but it's a good, good example, you know, someone thinking, oh, well, these squats, you know, will hurt my back and then, you know, then I'll, you know, blow out my disc and then I'll need to have surgery and then I'll, you know, be in a wheelchair. And it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, there's supposedly, you know, maybe very, very small likelihood that that could happen but what can you do about it right now? You know, you can maybe try really light squats, air squats without weight, you know, try leg press and work weight on that, you know, try something else like a deadlift or lunges, you know, lots of different, um, things you can do, you know, around it and gradually bring back that thing that causes the anxiety. Um, deep breathing seems to help a lot. Just kind of focus your, your energy inward, and your attention inward on something you can control, like we've talked about. And I think that's probably the, again, the theme, like we mentioned before, um, with stress and anxiety. So you kind of work hand in hand, um, is focusing on the things that you actually can control. So coming back to those little things that you can do right now, um, to help yourself, um, as opposed to sitting there and thinking about all the bad things that could potentially happen. Um, because yeah, life can throw us pretty crazy curveballs, but ultimately how do you react and, and what do you do about, about it? And probably the more you are focusing on the little things you can do day by day, the more robust you are going to be in dealing with, you know, potential curveballs of life. That's why I'm a big advocate of strength training because, you are going to build up your, your confidence and your actual physical ability. And with that, you know, if life does throw you curveball, you're going to be much more prepared for such a thing. And again, you're going to have that routine and discipline of working on things like you've done with strength training to rely on, to help you hopefully get through some of those, uh, tough things in life. So I think this will be good for now. Um, We'll have a great weekend and uh, we'll uh, post another one on uh, Monday. New topic. Um, again, if uh, you're dealing with the Dorian, you know, good luck out there um, with recovery and all that 
stuff. Um, and again, I'm Nick Markey, Beach Barbell, Physical Therapy, Performance and Strength Training, Wilmington, North Carolina. Reach out if you need anything. Bye.